0: Thanks for tuning in to Farmer Theologian, a podcast designed to help you build deeply rooted practical theology. Let's get to work. All right, friends, welcome into a new episode of Farmer Theologian. Today we are looking at the topic on living peaceably. Uh, This topic has been on my mind a great deal, has just been studying through Colossians, uh, which is what I'm preaching through currently at Grace Community Baptist Church, where I am privileged to serve. Colossians chapter 3 is an amazing chapter of Scripture. Uh, there's so much rich truth for the Christian life in there, uh, so much uh, profitable teaching for how we live, how we have healthy relationships. I mean, it just—it it is a rich and deep chapter, and in the midst of it, Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 is this verse, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. It's a tremendous verse. It is uh, what I preached this past Sunday at our church, and it has been just captivating my thoughts and mind, uh, just because there's so much uh, lack of peace in our world. Um, I, in setting up an intro for my sermon this past Sunday, just brought up the news, and I could pull so many uh, articles and statistics and and things that defy and show that our world is filled with anything but peace, just from the front page of a news site. I mean, it just really is amazing when you consider the wars going on in Israel and in Ukraine and persecution going on in so many different places in the world and all of the infighting and strife and political strife and cultural strife uh, going on in our own culture. And even you know just the way the church uh, fights and quarrels online, um, just nothing nothing really in our in our culture, in our age, really shows that we are living at peace. And so um, just really timely for me to be studying on this and be thinking on it because of the age we live in. It, it's been a verse that has really just gripped my attention and affections uh, for quite some time now. And so I thought I would speak a little bit to it here. Some of this will come out of the sermon that I preached on Sunday, which uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. want to listen to that whole sermon Uh, but for the purpose of this podcast i wanted to highlight what i think this verse really highlights three aspects of our peace and how we live at peace or we live peaceably Uh, and in some ways they build upon one another in some ways they're interconnected and kind of entangled with one another Um, but i think there's just a rich understanding of peace to be uh, to be drawn out of this verse coming from three aspects first is, in a sense, a vertical peace. We are to have a vertical peace, and we need to have this in two aspects. If if we are to let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, we must first be at peace through Christ. We must be reconciled to God through Christ. If we do not have peace with God, if we have not moved from being His enemies to His adopted sons and daughters, if we have not moved from being His enemies to His friends, there really is no way that we can have a a true, lasting, genuine peace. And so the first aspect of which our peace must be vertical is that we must we must have reconciliation with God. We must have peace with Him, but also we must be in submission to Him. It, his peace is to rule. It is to reign. It is to uh, call the balls and strikes, as it were, in our life. It is His peace that is what is to rule over us. We must be in submission to Him in order to have true, genuine, lasting peace. So that's a, a vertical aspect of our peace that comes from reconciliation through Christ and submission to Christ. Also, this verse highlights that our peace uh, is to be internal. It is this peace of Christ is to rule in our hearts, which in scripture is is kind of mission control of man. It is the intellect, the will, the emotions. It's all that. We think of heart in our own today culture in a, in a kind of sappy, emotional way and It's not that our emotions are not included but it's not the driving force when we when scripture calls for us to allow the peace of christ to rule in our hearts it is including our emotions but also our intellect our will everything about us our our central our our inner man as it were is to be ruled by the peace of christ we cannot have peace with others if we do not have peace within ourselves, if we are not trusting in Christ. And and what this really highlights for me is that nothing in this verse speaks to circumstances, speaks to whether or not there is conflict in someone's life, but it is a, a disposition that is talked about in this verse, that comes from submission to Christ, that comes from resting in Christ, and that comes from you know treating others in accordance with Christ. It is all a, a disposition of peacefulness. And it shows us, as I uh, taught our church on Sunday, that peace is not necessarily the absence of conflict. We live in a fallen world with conflict all around us. So if we simply define peace as the absence of conflict, we'll never live at peace. But true peace is letting Christ rule in your heart regardless of the circumstances even in times of conflict, even in times of strife. When we allow the peace of Christ to rule in our hearts, when we have that internal peace that comes from submission to Him and trusting in Him and resting in Him, that is real peace. That is a true internal peace. It's not about whether or not we have conflict in our life, but it's about whether or not we're resting in Christ in in the midst of that conflict whether or not we're trusting in Christ for how to pursue a resolution to that conflict it really is about Christ ruling in our hearts and his peace ruling in our hearts that's what determines whether or not we have peace whether or not we're living peaceably it is first and foremost a submission to him a trusting in him and it is internally a resting in him allowing him to rule in our hearts. And then the third aspect that we do see of peace in this is that it is horizontal. So we have this vertical peace from submission to Christ and from trusting in Christ we have this internal peace from allowing his peace to rule in our hearts to control our mind, will and emotions. And then we have a horizontal peace. We are called to this peace in one body. It says in verse 315. And this of course is speaking of the church. We are to have peace within the body of Christ, the church. We are called to this peace. Peace is not an option for the body of Christ. Peace is not a matter of wisdom or preference. It is a calling. Brothers and sisters, we are called to live at peace in the body of Christ. We are called, each and every one of us, to let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, and that is a calling to which we are called in one body, as the body of Christ. We are to have horizontal peace. With one another. And of course, Romans chapter 12 tells us that as much as we are, is it up to us, we are to live at peace with all men. We are called to be people of peace. Now, of course, we want to understand that this comes from submission to Christ. And that means again, peace is not just the absence of conflict, but in trusting in Christ in his prescriptions for resolution of conflict. And so The Scripture does tell us how to interact with one another, how to interact with unbelievers, how to interact with those who profess the name of Christ but defy Him with their actions, how to interact with those who are in unrepentant sin. And that won't always just appear to be the absence of conflict, but it is trusting in Christ, resting in Christ, and submitting to His prescriptions for how to pursue resolution to conflict. But we should be pursuing that. We should see peace and peacemaking as our calling. Not peace faking, not pretending like conflict doesn't exist. We don't just strap on a smile and walk through the world as if nothing's bothering us while our hearts remain in turmoil. We do pursue horizontal peace, but we pursue it by resting in Christ and by submitting to His prescriptions for how we interact with one another and how we pursue peacefulness. But dear friends, make no mistake, we should be pursuing Peacefulness. We should be seeking to live peaceably, not passively, but peaceably. And that comes, again, from submitting to Christ, trusting in Him, resting in Him, and submitting to His prescriptions for how we resolve conflict. Friends, I pray this is encouraging to you. I pray that it is thought-provoking to you. I pray if nothing else, you will take some time to think about the conflict you see in the world, the conflict that is in perhaps the church at large, you don't have to look very far. If you just get on social media, you'll see there's conflict in the church at large. Also, in conflict that may be in your local congregation, and maybe conflict that's in your own personal life, your own family uh, structure or with your neighbors, with your coworkers, whatever it may be, that you will seek the Lord in prayer for resting in Him in the midst of that conflict, and that you will search His Scripture and seek Him in prayer for how He would have you pursue a peaceful resolution to that conflict that would bring him honor that would bring him glory friends peace is our calling one last thing from this verse this type of peace leads to thankfulness he says let the peace of christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful true peace lasting peace not pretending like conflict doesn't exist but true lasting genuine peace produces thankfulness in any and all circumstances, because when that peace of Christ rules in our hearts, we can be truly thankful. So pursue peace that is vertical, that is internal, that is horizontal, and that ultimately produces thankfulness. Thank you for tuning in to Farmer Theologian today. I pray this episode has been an encouragement to you. If it has been an encouragement to you, let me please ask that you would share it on social media, that you would subscribe to this podcast, and that you would leave a rating or review if you have time for that. Thanks again for tuning in as we all continue to build deeply rooted practical theology.